0: Welcome back to the cupboard. It's your good buddy John again. I haven't got the budget to hire that Greeter's Guild man, but let's imagine something he might say to you. You have the impressive and muscular aura of a leopard ready to pounce on its quarry, that quarry being the quiz questions you're about to be asked. Obviously, you've already walked well past by this point, but it's not really about you, is it? As long as I get my line out for the cameras. Anyway, shoulders back, upper lip stiff, and let's do the quiz thing. It's 20 questions as normal divided into four rounds and it's two points per question if the answer is both present and correct. And round one is called De Buck Zuke, but it should really be called the Marmite round because either you hate it or don't mind it and it never fails to make people salty. All that happens is I say each answer three times and then reverse the audio. So you'll hear the answer, but backwards, times three. You just have to tell me what the answer is for two points and this time, all the answers will be the titles of films starring Jim Carrey. Let's begin with question 1 which now sounds like this. Some of some of some of By the way I'm going to tell you the years of the films as well that one's from 1994. So you may want to pause and make silly sounds for a bit uh, but we're going to move on to question 2 which is from uh, a film from 1997. All right, skipping forward a bit in Jim Carrey's career. Remember, they're all Jim Carrey films. This one's from 2008. It's funny, there's no H in that or H sound in that film title when it's not reversed. It's weird. I must aspirate more on certain uh, certain sounds than I thought. Anyway, that was 2008 and so is the next one. This is question 4, also a 2008 Jim Carrey film. Who has a in the store? Who has a in the store? Who has a in the store? That one does have an h in it if you're keeping track. And the last one is question 5 here and we're going back to the glory days of 1994. Ahmad 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 Okay, my favourite round is over questions wise, but don't worry, there are three more inferior rounds to follow. Come with me on a journey through time, it's the old news, that's where we travel to an unspecified past year, do some questions on what were the big news stories of that year and at the end you tell me what year we've been in. So into the time machine we get, please, I'm pushing you in with gloved hands like we're on the Tokyo Metro. And here we are in the past. Please, nobody say the word peng or we're sure to blow our cover. Here are the questions buried under the agreed tree. So let's have question one, which is this. On the 27th of February... Which English poet gave his first speech in the House of Lords arguing in favour of the Luddite movement and against industrial automation? Question one, one more time. On the 27th of February, which English poet gave his first speech in the House of Lords arguing in favour of the Luddite movement and against industrial automation? Question two is, an American force invaded Canada at Sandwich on the 12th of July heading southeast across the river from which city? Question 2 again, an American force invaded Canada at Sandwich on the 12th of July, heading southeast across the river from which US city? Question 3, this year, renowned London dance club Ulmax began allowing what Central European dance to be performed? It is widely considered scandalous as couples remain in hold throughout. Question three again. This year, renowned London dance club Olmax began allowing what central European dance to be performed? It is widely considered scandalous as couples remain in hold throughout. Question four. A grand army under whose overall command invaded Russia between June and December, a conflict in which nearly a million people lost their lives? Question four this is. A grand army under whose overall command invaded invaded Russia between June and December, a conflict in which nearly a million people lost their lives. And question five, what year is it? There is one point available if you're within a a range uh, of answers, or two points if you get the exact year, of course, and I think there are enough clues in there if you know a bit of history to get that, or just have a stab at it. Why not? Two points per correct answer there. Uh, Back to the present we go during this music... The beep test is round three and this time I've beeped out some place names from the following short clips of well-known songs. Again it's two points per correct answer and all I need is the name of the missing town or city. Let's start in the shallow end with this from Chuck Berry. Deep down in Louisiana, So well, as I say each time it's two points in exchange for the name of a town or city. You've got that one. Next up let's hear from Jennifer Lopez. Question 3 is from the Beach Boys. We come- Right, with question four, here's Beyonce. What a neat and trying to tell you what is big is crazy. crazy. This is how they made me. And last up here, it's Abba with question five. I was sick and tired of everything when I called you last night. From <laughs> all I do is sit and sleep and see. All right, five place names rudely blotted out by a beep. Uh, That's the end of round three. Our final round is set in the future. What does a turkey do when he flies upside down? When he flies upside down. He gobbles up. Of course. He gobbles up. When he flies upside down. And the future, my friend, is now. It's the connections round. Nice and simple, four general knowledge questions whose correct answers are somehow linked by a common theme and a fifth question that wants to know what that theme is. Keep that in mind as we go through them all, beginning with question one, which is its own mini-connection question in itself. Question one, what did Bartholomew Roberts, Zheng Yi Sao, and Edward Teach have in common? One more time, question one. What did Bartholomew Roberts, Zheng Yi Sau, and Edward Teach have in common? Question two. In Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote, Holly Golightly describes a feeling of angst different to the blues as, quote, the mean what, end quote. What one word completes the quote. In Breakfast at Tiffany's, this is question two still. In Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote, Holly Lightly describes a feeling of angst different to the blues as the mean what. What one word fills in the blank or replaces the word what. Question three, what symbol is used to represent the astrological sign Gemini? That's it. So question three, one more time. What symbol is used to represent the astrological sign Gemini? And question four, New Zealand musician Lord released what song on SoundCloud in November 2012? Her debut single, it went on to reach number one in more than 15 countries. Question four, one more time. New Zealand musician Lord released what song on SoundCloud in November 2012? Her debut single, it went on to reach number one in more than 15 countries. And question five, as you and I both already know, is going to be, what is the connection between the previous four answers? They are they one word should suffice for each of those answers and each of those words represents something that is linked by a common theme. What is that theme for the final two points which are in reward for question 5? I'll be back momentarily with the answers. guess would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change you're a perceptive type so i'm sure you noticed that most of last week's episode was subscribers only that's available at the patreon page patreon.com slash quiz cupboard where i've also started posting some of the jingles you hear between the rounds in case you want one as your ringtone or whatever it's two pounds a month so less a paywall than a pay picket fence And it does really help to keep the quiz cupboard going. So thanks to everybody who's already a cupboard dweller. You can see some of their names on the honour roll in the episode text. They're all beautiful inside and, more importantly, out. So answers for round one. That means me trying to say the backwards version of each one forwards and then reversing that and seeing what kind of Frankenstein comes out the other end. Frankenstein being the real monster, of course. Uh, So question one was this. Have a go at home. I think it sounds like. So let's see well that sounds like reversed. The mask. Perfect. And the answer is The Mask. I told you it was from 1994. Two points if you said The Mask. Here was the 1997 film for question two. And here's me trying to say that version of it. Which means the answer is, liar, liar. Okay, uh, liar, liar is the answer. Remember that comedy film, liar, liar, uh, 1997. Two points if you said that. Um, number three was, namps, hey. Nams. hey. Namps, hey. We all remember 2008's, Nams. hey. Yes, man. There we go, seamless. Yes, man is the answer. Um, that was question three. I'm looking forward to trying question four. Who has a in the has a in the has a in Yep, you didn't know I spoke Swedish, did you? For example, the following: I just love this round. Horton hears a who. From two thousand and eight, a voice performance by Jim Carrey. That was question four, and question five was this from ninety four: Am I, am I, Umad which sounds precisely like Omad uh, aka Namandamba. Don't know what to say about that one, really. The answer is Dumb and Dumber for your final two points of that round. Hope you enjoyed that wild ride through the films of Jim Carrey. Round two was the old news, so let's get some of these uh history questions basically on the go. Uh, Which English poet gave his first speech in the House of Lords, arguing uh, in favour of the Luddite movement and against industrial automation? The answer is Byron, Lord Byron. You know, that there was a clue in the name there, wasn't it? So two points if you said Byron. Uh, Question two An American force invaded Canada at Sandwich on the 12th of July, heading southeast across the river from which US city? The answer is Detroit. There are not many US cities you could head southeast from and be in Canada, Uh, but they went across the Detroit River uh, to invade Canada. What is now the independent country of Canada? So Detroit is the answer there for two points. Question three, uh, Almax began allowing the waltz to be performed in the given year. Scandalous, yes, couples hold each other rather than, you know, um, placing a hand on a handkerchief and, and skipping around the room like they did in Regency times or I don't know, whatever they get up to in the Jane Austen books. Waltz the answer there then for two points? Question four was a grand army under whose overall command invaded Russia between June and December? And it's a very famous invasion. The answer is Napoleon Bonaparte, Napoleon's Grand Armée, uh, launching what was eventually a disastrous campaign in Russia. And the year of that and the answer to question five is 1812. 1812, saw a couple of major wars. That's why we had some violence involved in there. Um, the range here so two points if you said 1812 of course if you've got the exact year uh, but the range here I've given is uh, 12 years either way so 1800 to 1824 if you said either of those years or in between those years you get one point um, unless you said 1812 in which case you get two points well done the old news is ticked off the list here Round three is the beep test. We're going to hear the same little snippets again from each song but without the beep so you can hear what the town is or maybe even a slightly less of a snippet from each. Just to save us all a bit of time, we've all got stuff to be doing, haven't we? Here was a bit of question one then. Yeah, very brief snippet there but you can hear the answer, New Orleans. The beginning there of Johnny B. Good. But just New Orleans is all I needed for the two points there. Here was the J-Lo one. Miracle, to Ibiza, to so she says Ibiza, as you can hear. I prefer to say Ibiza personally because I like to, uh, you know, be correct. But um yes, Ibiza, the answer to that one, both the name of an island, of course, and a town on that island. Uh, on the floor the name of the song there question three Beach boys town, we did wrong. yep so the active word there Nassau Nassau I'd usually say Nassau because it turns out I like to be incorrect uh, but yes the capital of the Bahamas Nassau there in sloop John B it turns out we had two songs here called John B in some way question four was beyonce Yep, your Beyonce knowledge will have helped you there, even if you didn't know the exact lyrics there. The answer is Houston, Beyonce's hometown of Houston, Texas. Two points for that. And finally, ABBA. And the answer is the Scottish city of Glasgow. I've actually never been to Glasgow, so I can't comment on why one might be sick and tired of everything if staying there. But yeah, that is our final answer for the beep test. Round three, Glasgow. Super Trooper, of course, the ABBA song we were listening to there. Uh, Round four then, Connections. Oh my goodness, we're going to finish early today. What a treat. Question one was: What did Bartholomew Roberts, Zhang Yi Sao, and Edward Teach have in common? The answer was they were pirates. Black Bart was Bartholomew Roberts. Uh, Zheng Yi Sao was the pirate queen of the South China Sea, and Edward Teach was the real name of Blackbeard, all from the Golden Age of pirates. There, so pirates—the important word. Question two: uh, Holly, go lightly. Yes, it uses the phrase "the mean Reds." to describe a feeling of angst as opposed to the blues the mean reds a slightly more angry version of angst so reds is the missing word there question three what symbol is used to represent the astrological sign gemini of course gemini is the twins um so twins for two points there question four lords number one uh, debut single uh, number one in more than 15 countries the answer is Royals will never be Royals, etc. So, Royals, two points, and the connection. You've already got it. Uh, The Pirates, the Reds, the Twins, and the Royals are all Major League Baseball teams. The Pittsburgh Pirates, the Kansas City Royals, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Minnesota Twins are amongst the teams in Major League Baseball. So, that bit of knowledge is worth the last two points of this quiz. Oh, thanks for being here. You're a treasure and a credit to whoever raised you. You can find The Quiz Cupboard on social media, uh, the ones a man in his 30s might use anyway, or you can email quizcupboard at gmail.com. Mostly, though, it's a podcast, so if there are any episodes you haven't yet heard, the best time to listen to them is now, second only to yesterday. Leave a nice review or rating if you feel like it as well. That would really help. I'll be back with more next week or in just a second if you've saved a batch a long car journey to your sister-in-law's parents' lake house near Uvascula. Well, whatever you're up to, have the excellent day you deserve. Bye-bye.